2: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
1: These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work.
0: Marriage is an institution for grown-ups
1: it's like a love-hate relationship
0: there are no bosses in a modern marriage he knows he's lucky to have a wife hello everybody this is episode one do you know the most difficult thing about doing this is we're videoing them now. I've got this app on my phone which films me and you at the same time.
3: I know. I've just come in from doing exercise. Oh, are you, are you ready to do a podcast? Look. Do you
0: feel like you're talking weird because you've not got the mic in front of you? sound different.
3: I prefer having the headphones on, but now I don't know where, where to look. You're looking at me. I know I, I know I am. When we're in the studio, I don't notice the camera. Yeah. But now there's a camera in between us on sofas. It's
0: weird, isn't it? But you have the mic in between us. We have the mic stands. Yeah. But I wanted to try it differently mainly because I wanted to see what it looked like filmed. I had this idea this morning of doing these bite-sized podcasts okay. in between the main ones. You see something in the news, you just do a quick five minutes on it. That was my idea.
3: It won't be like that, but
0: And on. it's not going to be like that because literally, as I suggest that to you, you went, well, I want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. Do I look a bit red? You know when you see people in Finland or Norway, yeah. and they have a bit of red there, yeah. which I think is always a lovely look. It's a lovely look on them. Fresh. It's not a lovely look on me because I look like Sir Alex Ferguson, like on the verge of having an heart oh, attack. Oh,
3: no, you don't. You don't. But
0: I've just got back from cycling, and you wearing the clothes you've got on now. This is not what you normally look like. No. You've got the hair scraped back, chav council estate style.
3: That's not... <laughs> I've gone for mum at the gym look. Obviously, okay. you're not pulling yeah, sorry, that
0: off. Sorry, rewind. <laughs> Not pulling that off No, because normally (laughs)
3: Cheers
0: (laughs) Right, normally If I say I'm filming the podcast Which we're doing more now So I can put promos out On Instagram no. I need to give you a warning no, look, so you can do your hair and stuff. No, no, no. Stuff.
3: I don't do my hair and I don't get dressed up for doing the podcast. That's not what happens. You have the but makeup normally, artists coming. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Normally,
3: <laughs> I've probably got mascara eyes all over my face from doing the quiz the night before yeah. and probably still got my pyjamas yeah. on. That's when I'm like, can I just get what, changed first? What
0: I would say is the fringe is normally there. Today, the fringe is there. So now
3: you can see my wrinkles on my forehead.
0: I can't see wrinkles. <laughs> I'll, I'll apply a filter. And anyway, if people are listening to this... a
3: That'll be Amazon.
0: That's going to be Amazon. <laughs> this is good. This is the problem of not doing it in the studio, <laughs> of course. You know what we should do? Is we should say what this is. Hey, that's good. But I forgot my microphone will record it. Me walking to the door, because I've got my little thing on.
3: you can do like the uh, YouTube unboxing. unboxing video.
0: No, because I am assuming that a lot of people are listening to this as a podcast, right? Yeah. This is a pre-Valentine's Day. I think that's what it is, right?
3: I hope
0: so. For our youngest, who at the tender age of 10 has had more Valentine's dates yep. than I'd had probably by the age of 30.
3: I would say this is her fourth.
0: Proper boyfriend?
3: Yeah, and they are so sweet. They chat every night on Zoom and I walked in on them.
0: I don't know if this has happened, by the way. I'm speculating. At school, you say, you want to be my girlfriend? And you say, yeah. Yeah. And I go, But they don't
3: talk at school. She and then talks. I
0: go, see you in...
3: Yeah. Six months. At school, she said they don't talk to each other, but then, yeah. but then like they have this little routine now where, are you free? Yeah, so they talk on Zoom, but I walked in on them yesterday. They were both singing together. Oh
0: my God, this is cute. And he,
3: he's, he's like not a performing arts kid. I know she does performing arts, but he's not a performing arts kid. You know, he's like lad lad into his football yeah. and stuff like that. That's good. And then they were singing Coldplay together it was so sweet and she
0: started putting little love hearts up all over the room so obviously when the video in she's got like a backdrop of love hearts on the wall and stuff yeah. which is really lovely and the thing is as a dad i am currently at that stage of she's 10 i don't have to worry if she was 13 and this was happening it would be leave that door open
3: yeah 5 minutes of all three of them she's the one no she's the one she's to worry. the one because she's the one that she's confident. She's always been that one that whenever, you know, when you go to a park or you go on holiday or you go to a pub and you say to the kids, Go, come, make some friends. Go make some friends. The other two were always like. Well, you never
0: nah. have to say that to Betsy because She's she walks gone. in, high fiving everyone in a hotel. Yeah,
3: I've got a new best friend.
0: Grown ups, kids, yeah. staff, whoever. Whereas Honey and Leo were never like that. Yeah. You had to. We literally had to. It would take four days of a holiday. We'd make friends with a family so they could play with their kids. Yeah. yeah. You know me. I don't like talking to anybody. We would make. We would have holiday relationships. Some of which are still going. Yeah. So they can make friends. Now, if anybody who has ever met us on holiday is listening to this, don't take that like we didn't want to be friends, because we've met some lovely people. And we've stayed in touch. Stayed in touch with some lovely people as well. Considering our kids, I would say, are good-looking. I know everyone thinks that about their kids, but some people have got ugly kids. Our kids are good-looking kids, confident kids, intelligent kids, nice kids. They never really troubled the um, dating market the older two until they were older. Well,
3: again, I think that's a real Dubai Dubai thing, expat kids, because I think, well, partly, you know, when you're in the UK, you get home from school, you go out to to the park, to the shops, to the youth club, whatever, go into town. They don't have that same access here because it's, you have to get a lift to the mall
0: it's got to be pre-arranged yeah you've got to be doing something going to the cinema you don't live
3: near people you know so you don't yeah pop which out. is such a shame i mean yeah if
0: i'd have grown up in this neighborhood where we are yeah. now which is a lovely neighborhood there's parks everywhere there's a pizza hut a burger king up just up the road yeah, yeah. cafes restaurants this would have been such a great place to hang out as a teenager but our teenager's school is 25 kilometers away.
3: Yeah, kids you go to school with aren't the kids you fancy. Like I never went out with kids from my school. I always went out with kids at like the nearby school or you know, like, because you see what they're like. You see that the boys are being idiots in class and that's not a turn on. Well, when they're, like, blowing their nose in the, the like, newsletter or something like that, and yeah. they go, Whoa.
0: Was that a come on in uh, the New Forest?
3: Yeah, I think... All right, so.
0: love? You fancy coming out of the park tonight? <laughs> you yeah. like that? A bit of snot in the newspaper? Is that what happened? That didn't happen at my school?
3: <laughs> or flicking their bogeys at you, or, or you know. I
0: remember at school, and I don't want you to tell stories about you here, I don't need me heart-breaking in this marriage, but I remember the coupling that went on yeah. in the teens, I remember my mates coming into school and they were like, we were in the bin houses. Bin house. Now the bin houses were, you know, these places that look like the sheltered accommodation for old people, basically. So they're a bit right. like council houses, but there's a little block of houses and it's old people living in them.
3: Okay. Mine
0: being an upstairs flat okay, and a downstairs yeah, no, flat. We
3: didn't have And those. they've
0: got uh, all the bins are kept in a little
3: oh, right, place yeah.
0: outside.
3: Literally a bin house then. Yeah, so okay. you're
0: it's like a g- garage basically full of bins.
3: So is that like behind a bike shed kind of? Yeah,
0: clandestine meetups would happen at the bin houses. Now I... I know that our kids will have that moment and you want it to be as nice as it can for them. The last thing I would dream of happening, especially to the girls, is that they have their first liaison next to Stinky Bins. Mm Yeah. I'd kind of prefer it if it never happened ever in the lives ever. But and all that's... men died before that. <laughs> you know, or women or whoever. It's certainly different to when we were kids, isn't it? Yeah. And of course we're in a totally different country. Yeah, it's tough. So she's getting romantic. She won't talk to me about this.
3: Which you're taking I'm real offence by.
0: No, because I don't know if most dads are like this, but obviously from birth, it's genetics. Mums are the favourites. You give them the booby milk at the start, you've got them. They're your audience. And dads do what they can. I'll buy them stuff, I'll take them places, I'll suggest mad stuff, I'll let them watch anything on the telly, I'll bring them more takeaways than you do, more McDonald's than you do. Can you
3: play with them more.
0: I Yes, I do. I'm fun parent, but I'm constantly on the back foot. It's come to light lately, I think we mentioned it in a podcast or two ago, about how Betsy Perl- is asking for you to drive her to school even though I'm doing all the tricks. And she said it again this morning. And in the car this morning, I said, Betsy Pearl, I give you a blanket.
3: Yeah, but you've got to stop making her feel bad about this. I'm in my 50s and she's making me feel bad.
0: She has more power over me than you do. You're my wife, but she, with the turn of a phrase, she can break a grown man's heart. And that's being a dad, right? So now, we've always been really open and when we've talked about boys, her last squeeze, I hope... <gasps> We're just going to pause it for a second because Laura's just knocked a bloody coffee over. Keep your microphone on.
3: That's so annoying. Unbelievable. No, that's so annoying. Middle of a
0: podcast, though.
3: I'm more annoyed that I've spilt my coffee.
1: Intermission. Coffee has been spilled. Quick, get the kitchen roll. Can they get back into the groove? End of intermission.
0: So we're back from a brief intermission there. <laughs> <laughs> Laura spilled a coffee. We've had a clean up which was nice. Found a cockroach. And you know what they say, if you find one cockroach, there's another 50 somewhere. So we're talking about this thing, oh yeah, this thing with Betsy Pearl, where I feel like second best parent. I know it's me, you know, I've got that imposter syndrome about every aspect of my life, so I'm gonna have it about being a parent, right?
3: I do get it. Honestly, sometimes I do have that thing of, you're getting to be the fun one, you get to play with them, you get to- I know, but you
0: know like this, what we're getting to here is a red letter moment in her life and I wanna be part of it. And I'm not gonna embarrass her, when I ask her about the boy, and I don't say it like that, because that does sound weird, <laughs> like a Victorian dad. What about the boy? The boy. I'm really interested. He's asked her on a cinema date, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what film are you going to see? Daddy, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, why?
3: Well, this is the first time she's actually, because her previous little romances, she's never been embarrassed about. No, this is I have took them on the bloody dates. So this shows you that she's a bit older now. Yeah,
0: and But her exact words were, daddy, it's a gender thing. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? It's for girls. And I'm like, Betsy, I'm in on this. I'm well in touch with me feminine side. She won't talk to me about it. Then this is a totally different time. When you go to cinema, do you want me to um, book you guys a restaurant? Daddy, I don't want to talk about it. Oh. I'm not going, ooh, who's going on a date? I'm just being really know, nice about but it. You've got to, but it's y-
3: breaking me heart. Yeah, but you've got to stop letting her feel bad. It's
0: very difficult as a dad when you want to be involved in this stuff. I'm not ready for her to start distancing me yet.
3: I know. And she won't Because it will come. No, but I think she'll no, I think she'll come turn back around when she realizes actually you're quite a cool dad and But you have to play cool though. You can't be
0: I'm playing cool. I'm crying inside every morning when and I'm like overcompensating now. Le-
3: Leo was allowed his girlfriend in the bedroom. You can't say to Betsy she's not allowed her boyfriend in the bedroom.
0: We made a big mistake because it was his first girlfriend, he was such a square. Oh my god.
3: Yeah, but my parents, do you know what they did? They made me sit in the living room.
0: That's what it had to be like back then. No, it
3: didn't. I don't You'd know. have even
0: more kids. Oh, If they had Any other <laughs> of my friends
3: that had to do that, where they had to sit in the living room. Like, how awkward. Whilst they, what? Stood in the kitchen.
0: I think that's a rite of passage. As a parent, like, every time Leonie's girlfriend were in the living room with as his first girlfriend,
1: it did my head. Ready to pop the question?
0: We'd be sat watching television, and considering they were his first relationship status, they'd be pretty much rolling around on sofa. And I'd be like, me and you aren't doing that. We're married. I've got a piece of paper that says I'm allowed to do that with you. (laughs) And I think that's a sign of how cool we are as parents Because we're not like, hey, you two, let's have a little space between you It's fine
3: Getting the ruler out It's just one of them things, isn't it? And I think unless you are with it and go along with it Then they're going to do it in secret anyway So that's what I always think You know, it's the same with drinking and things like that I think if you're too strict about stuff like that then they're going to either rebel eventually or yeah. again do it in secret so any
0: of that stuff really yeah well leo's gone off to university and but you've had a bit of an issue with things there and i've been the cool parent there i knew what he was going to be like when he got to university so it was just more about whatever you're doing be safe he's not eating so if he's not going to listen to us with the most basic advice of do me a favour, just make sure you're eating a couple of meals a day. If he's going to be like, oh, now nah, that's pub money, then there's no point telling him anything else to do, is there? I know. You know, so I'm, I know. And and regardless of what I might feel inside or what you might feel inside, and you're right, this is what you've got to...
3: And I know that you and I, at younger than Honey's age, were worse than any of our kids, so...
0: Those kids will never make the mistakes I made. So this Valentine's, so that was the Amazon box. Yeah. So the Amazon order that just turned up before the spillage happened... I've just opened it in kitchen. Last night, Betsy actually called me into the bedroom. Normally, it's like, I can't go in there. Now, what she's done is she's commandeered her brother's bedroom. So she's got her bedroom, but her brother's bedroom is a blank canvas. And she started putting little love hearts all over the wall. Yeah. And then she's printed off this, like, she's getting into calligraphy now.
3: Yeah. So
0: she's printed off this swirly Valentine's thing, be my Valentine or something. But it all looks a bit bland. Now, this is us as parents. This is how stupid we are. Last night in bed, we're on Amazon, and what do you want to run through what you've ordered?
3: Heart-shaped balloons.
0: Heart-shaped balloons.
3: The little fake candles and some rose petals.
0: So you're going to scatter some rose petals on the bedroom floor. Yeah. How many?
3: About 3,000.
0: 3,000 rose petals, yeah?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Then I've got her like a giant teddy bear balloon with a big heart.
0: Okay. So. So, I said before you ordered all of this, have we got any red balloons? Because we use them for the quiz sometime. If we've got some red balloons, I'll just blow about 50 up, which still sounds excessive. And when she comes home, she opens the bedroom door, it's full of red balloons. It's nice, it's romantic. You took that as you're off the lead, go crackers, buying Valentine's Day tat. Yeah. And I want you to know that later today, when my studio lighting turns up, I ordered it because I'm like,
3: Are you what you ordered it? You only showed me that.
0: I press send. As I showed it to you. I'll touch you now. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this now because you can't say what you'd normally say on a recording. <laughs> so yeah, that's her Valentine's coming. So I'm right, look, I love doing surprise stuff at kids, and we do it for all of them. But as I said right at the start of this podcast, I'm feeling like a bit of an inspiration today.
1: Dad inspiration. Advice from a man whose life is a wreck. Dad inspiration.
0: So I had to have a daddy-daughter chat today with Honey, the older one. Yeah. She's got her head in a tiz about a bunch of stuff. So I had to do a bit of counselling, you know, armchair counsellor.
3: That's where sometimes I think dads are better than mums because I think mums are more emotional. Yeah. And
0: well, mums and daughters sometimes, can be a thing.
3: Sometimes clash. I think mums and daughters are best friends. uh, Yeah.
0: Oh, I can't wait for you and Betsy to start arguing because then I get her back. (laughs) (laughs) Teenage years.
3: And this is that thing of, like, I've always always said that I think dads worry about the girls more and I think mums worry about the boys more. Is
0: that because dads know what boys are like, so they worry about the girls, and mums know what boys are like, how useless they are, so they worry about the boys? I think that could be it.
3: Well, yeah, because I know, as a female, and whilst the safety side of things that we all know about, you know, you can't walk along down the road on your own that side of it obviously I worry about but the other bits the looking after yourself and the standing up for yourself I think girls are so much better at that
0: they mature quicker and the whole
3: thing about girls talk to each other a lot more and talk about their emotions a lot more that side of it I think you worry about the boys because a lot of the boys I know they don't actually very often tell you how they're feeling so I think that's the thing with boys so I think that's why mums mother their boys a bit more you know do you know what I mean by that
0: totally because this is me at work I think I've got a reputation of being moody and broody it's not who i am at all yeah but it's because of me the introverted side of me
3: yeah
0: and it's what you're talking about so people just think well he's a mardy when yeah. the truth is they don't know what's going on in my head they don't know all, all the issues i've got going on inside
3: well sadly somebody else that we know recently committed suicide and yeah. on the outside i think everybody thought they mm. were fine and and this is the thing you don't know and i think it, and again it's males often isn't
0: yeah. it silent killer So, I went out cycling yesterday morning. Yeah. I didn't want to go. I took the girls to school. You'd gone back to bed. I come home. You're still in bed. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. It's really early. I come and lay down with you and I'm like, I've got to go cycling. I don't want to go. What I want to do is have a breakfast, sit with you, do some podcasting, whatever. And you're you're just going, shh, shh, because you just want to be under duvet. I have talked myself out of it, but I'm also feeling miserable. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I've got to go. Yeah. I went, came back. I'd got that adrenaline, felt great.
3: Proud of you.
0: Now, this is what I was saying to Honey this morning, is there are steps you can take and there are people you can talk to, but in the end, it boils down to you sorting yourself out. And since Christmas, I have been going out bike three or four times a week, but when I have a day off, when I shouldn't have a day off, I'm cross at myself. Yeah, yeah. And then my day's not as good. And you know, honey was a bit down in the dumps this morning. So once Betsy was out of the car and I'm going to the second school, I talked to her about this.
3: I think you have to take one day at a time yeah. sometimes.
0: This is how I was yesterday. And then what I thought is I'm giving myself a new routine because I always wake up and try and be happy in the morning. It just gets knocked out of me throughout the day. And I said, I've told myself today, I am going cycling. I'll have all the same feelings. Yeah. I can't be bothered. It's going to waste me morning before I have to go to work. It's sometimes a literal ball ache out there. There's the chances of getting killed, which today have been plenty. But I knew what I'd feel like after. And yeah. I said to her, you can pester me to go cycling, which you don't. But you can pester me to go cycling, or you can pester me not to eat as much, or... Whatever. Yeah. The only person who's going to stop me doing it is me. And I was trying to say to it, all these things that are getting heavier in your head, you have to handle them one at a time. You can't let one little thing. When that starts irritating you, you put it into the the cloud, the hive of everything that's irritating you, and then you're like, there's no way out from under this.
3: Yeah. I think a few podcasts ago I talked about how I was feeling overwhelmed yeah. and that, you know, like at the minute I'm really struggling and stuff like that. Now, all the things that I was overwhelmed about and struggling about are still there. Yeah. Like that, those things that I have to sort out haven't gone away, but I think I'm handling the days better and part of that is me thinking right I can't physically do anything about some of the things yet
0: yeah so you've got to stop worrying about them yeah it's a you've bit, got to hit pause a on like, that thought
3: you know if you find something on your body that you you think might be a bad thing yeah there's no point stressing and worrying about it until you know until you know there's no point googling because the google's yeah. gonna tell you the worst things ever you know they yeah. got that kind of thing so it was like right there's no point me looking at how much things cost or where I've got to do things or, yeah. how, or how I've got to do it because there's other things that have to happen before and until they do there's no point me stressing so I've had to tell myself that and deal with it the other side of it the doing things for me remember we talked about that I don't think I've been very good at at the minute I've been going back to bed because the need for sleep has been overpowering
0: and it's fine but I know that's not you yeah but I'm not saying anything about it because it's up to you when you come out of that right
3: yeah but this morning when you got back just before you went cycling and you you were saying about how you felt and everything else
0: I said I talked to honey told you what I'd said what you've just said on the podcast about that thing about it's up to you to make the step yeah I left you with that Like Jerry Springer's final thought, I left you there all tucked up in bed with fuzzy hair and fuzzy eyes. I pulled on my Lycra, pulled things up, got things out of the way, stuck on my hard hat, and off I went into the sunrise. Now I come back from cycling. Well,
3: this is the thing. I literally laid there for another five minutes, and I thought, right, I could try and have another sleep now. Or I could get up and go for a run and do my 28 days Pilates that I was talking about yesterday. Yes. I was having that juggle in my head and I thought, right, if you can do this, if you can get out...
0: If I... No, no because you, no, no, you right. don't
3: like exercise as much as I like it. I actually enjoy exercise. I think once you're out, you enjoy it and mm. you're you're really good at sports, but I actually genuinely love it. So I thought, right, You've inspired me. I'm going to get up. This feels good. (laughs) Initially, it was going to be like, I'll get up and I'll get my yoga mat and do my Because fans
0: of the podcast will know that a lot of our relationship is me annoying you, is me upsetting you, (laughs) is me not being present, is me being a bad parent, a bad husband. (laughs) (laughs) So for a podcast to feature a bit where I've been an inspiration.
3: You actually were. You actually were. Look at me face. (laughs) Look look at me now. Look at me now with my chaff hair and everything else. So I went... Well, um,
0: this entire podcast, which is about half an hour so far, where we've weaved through betsy pearls valentine's day amazon a coffee spillage some emotional stuff some teenage emotions all that has been leading to and this is why laura's dressed like she is (laughs) that's brilliant isn't it how do you feel
3: good and don't get me wrong i was crap at my run yeah and i struggled then i came back and i did my first day of the pilates thing but i actually was saying to myself it's fine the fact you've done it is a big thing. Whereas before I would have beaten myself up for not being good enough. The fact you've done it is good. And then when you came back, I was really proud of myself and you were proud of yourself. You've had a shower. I've not.
0: I walked in. I could tell you'd been doing something because I looked across the living room floor here. There's your trainers. There's your socks. There's your leggings. uh, There's a pair of man's jeans. (laughs) (laughs) So you've obviously done something where you've had a bit of exercise. It's not that funny. (laughs) So long story long. I wanted this to be a (laughs) bite-sized seven-minute podcast.
3: I'm proud of you. Good to be out. Yep.
0: I've avoided the scales. I weighed myself yesterday and I'm in a good place. Then I just weighed myself today. It's already on its way down. Now, I know you're not supposed to do that. No. But I knew yesterday that I'd weighed myself pre-exercise. I'd not done my normal, uh, what do you call it, laboratory conditions. So I'm back on checking it now. Okay. And it's good. Well, we'll leave this one there. Yeah. It's been all right doing it in the living room, hasn't it? Yeah. We apologize for our appearances. If you're listening on audio, just assume <laughs> we look like dog. <laughs> Details of everything's in the podcast if you want to get in touch. Again, thank you to our Bahrain audience for keeping us in the charts. We were in another chart. The
3: Bahrain massive.
0: We're in another country's chart. It's not Greece. I'll say it on the next podcast anyway. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.
1: Bye. The end